Hello everyone, welcome to Toonami Therapy, today on May 26th of 2022. I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And we are here to, as usual, talk about anime, including the stuff we watched on Toonami. We were off last week, but we're back! And, uh, well, I hope you weren't expecting any particular improvements in the meantime. <laughs> so... I guess we'll get into it with starting with the Toonami stuff. We uh -huh. uh, have our new show, well, kind of new because it aired before, but I think this is the first time they put it on Toonami, uh, Primal, um, which is about a the adventures of a caveman and a dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> because that's, you, because, you know, that's uh, what uh, history tells us was a thing that happened. <laughs> Um, not, not only did they uh, live at the same time, they were able to like be friends with each other. Okay. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not like in the history, maybe it's an alternate world, but anyway, so, uh, the first episode is basically about how, um, the caveman guy, uh, they don't say their names on the show because there is no dialogue at all in this show, basically. Uh, but their names are apparently, uh, the caveman is Spear and the, uh, dinosaur who I think is a T-Rex, but I'm not sure is Fang. Anyway, uh, Spear's family gets killed and, uh, and he, uh, gets killed by, uh, some other dinosaurs and he ends up running into Fang and initially was like, ah, oh, you killed my family. Oh no, wait, it was these other guys. Sorry about the mix up. And, uh, which is all great, and he helps fight the other dinosaurs, but then Fang's kids get killed, All a family gets killed also. So they decide, well, I guess we might as well travel, I guess, with each other. That's mm -hmm. the first episode. Um, the second episode is about them, and uh, mostly it's kind of about them becoming really competitive in hunting for food, and then they end up uh, having to deal with this big uh, group of... Um, uh, snakes to fight, uh, um, you know, in the water, and, and they manage to get through all that, and uh, then, you know, I guess they reconcile after the sort of fight they had, and um, that's the second episode. Mm -hmm. So this was um, an interesting series, because I kind of said it quickly, but there is no dialogue in this, outside mm -hmm. of, you know, like some grunts and roars and stuff. <laughs> Which um, may, is a little frustrating because it means that basically you have to be constantly paying very close attention to the screen. You can't, you know, especially when you are, you know, watching it and chatting about it on the computer with a friend, uh, which um, which suddenly starts being more distracting because you're not because you can't just hear what the characters are saying. But um, uh, I kind of like the show. It's. Uh, it's definitely very well done for what it is. I'm just not so sure necessarily how much, how, it, if it's for me exactly. Well, it's definitely not for me, but uh, I, I feel like it. it's like as if they um, were in a film class and they were like, okay, you've got to make this movie and you, you can't have any dialogue in the movie because that's kind of what I had to do in a film class. I had to 
make a movie with no dialogue and make it make sense. And it's like, okay, I, you know, they, they managed to do that, but uh, they haven't managed to entertain me. And that, that's the <laughs> next goal is once you've, you've made something and it makes sense, now you've got to entertain the audience. And um, I'm not entertained. I'm just bored. Um, I, I think as an experimental thing, it's, it's pretty good. But it's not like it's something we've never seen before. It, it's there's nothing new about it. All, all its entire charm, I guess, if you can call it that, is that it's silent. But at the silent part makes it so that, well, or no dialogue, I mean, and that makes it so that it can be quite boring after you get kind of sick of seeing the same things, you know? Yeah, that was uh, definitely true for me in the first episode. I did like the second episode more. There were like some actually pretty funny bits to it, in fact. Um, uh, and that worked. So I don't know. I am going to at least check out the third one because um, the first episode I thought, well, you know, that was okay. It was kind of nice as an experiment. I don't know if it can sustain it for a series. In the second episode, I thought, okay, I enjoyed this a little more. So I guess I'll see what the next one is. And uh, I don't know. After that, maybe we'll stick with it. Maybe we won't. I mean, it's before some other stuff we're watching. So, mm -hmm. uh, or maybe we'll just start after it. Who knows? But like I said, it's a series that I feel I kind of respect more than I enjoy it. Uh huh. Let's see. Was. Yep, that's, uh, I guess that's my thoughts on Primal. Did you have anything else? No, um, I think you said it best. Okay. All right, so after this, we've got episodes 43 and 44 of Assassination Classroom. So, the, um, well... Horo Sensei is still at like the class, the old school or whatever. I can't remember what the place is um, called that they actually go to. The government basically sets up this big field thing around it so he can't escape and plans to uh, blast him with this super uh, weapon. But of course, you know, they first they, they fire off a weaker one uh, rather than do, uh, so that, you know, we could go, oh wow, it's powerful, but not even powerful enough yet. <laughs> Um, the kids end up, uh, the kids after, you know, the media tries to tell, they try to like portray them as, oh, they were being tricked by Koro Sensei or whatever. And, you know, they were, and they kind of get taken into custody by the government, but they managed to get out and then they, um, sneak into where Koro Sensei is. Uh, and Koro Sensei says, uh, sorry, I, you might, you kind I feel you kind of might have wasted your time with all this, because, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to totally die, honestly. <laughs> there's, there's not a way out of this. Um, then the other, then, uh, 
But then, because that would be kind of a lame climax, I guess, to just say, well, anyway, I'm dead, see ya. Uh, they uh, then two... <laughs> I can't remember the name of the first guy, the one the one who's been showing up multiple times, always with that weird sort of like thick mask thing on trying to kill Koro Sensei. There's him. And then there's that other guy who said who like, you know, captured the kids and said he was a reaper. Those guys both show up. And uh, and the other guy, the current reaper, because Koro Sensei was the original one. And, uh, but anyway, he's like, ha ha, I have, you put the tentacle stuff in me and now I am super crazy powerful and better than Koro Sensei. And now I can go at Mach twice the speed he can. <laughs> and that is basically where we leave off. You know, I gotta be honest. I actually like these episodes. Uh, I, I thought they were, uh, Aside from some of the sappiness uh, from Kuro Sensei and uh, Torch's students, you know, like the sappy, oh, you're going to be great someday and all that crap. I, I found these to be very entertaining. And um, I really enjoyed this villain who came out of nowhere. Like, like, uh, like who is this guy? And... Now all of a sudden he's the big villain, and <laughs> and Kuro Sensei's kind of like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna die, and it's like, well, then what was the whole point of all that Mach Twenty stuff that we we had for episode upon episode where he'd always escape? Now he's like, oh, I'm gonna die. He's not gonna. He's not going to even try now. It doesn't make much sense at all. Well, from what I remember, uh, the way it was working was, uh, well, there were two things he suggests. First is that he said that is that well, the go they would want to get rid of me anyway, so it's not like I could live peacefully. But the other thing is, from what I understand, I can't remember the specifics, but didn't they put a big sort of like uh, some sort of weird barrier thing that Koro Sensei couldn't go? Um, actually go through and then the thing will fire and hit um like the whole area but the all the stuff is stuff that only injures him and not anyone else so it can just blast him killing him and leaving everything else intact mm -hmm. that's why i is my understanding of why you know that's just the way they say it's going to happen um which come to think of it um how long is I can't remember how long they have until it fires, because it would seem like because the other guys put the stuff onto into them also the the villain guys who uh, yeah we haven't seen them for a while and one of them only showed up once so mm -hmm. um, like wouldn't that therefore kill them uh, also I mean I guess I guess if you could theoretically beat them by stalling and letting the laser go off and beat them. Um, <laughs> I mean, along with Koro Sensei, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, like are, are the are the kids now in danger of being killed by the laser? I don't think so because that I, as my understanding, is geared specifically so it will only because they've they've established that there is all that stuff 
that material that's hazardous to someone like Koro Sensei, but is harmless to other people. Like it mentioned, like it mentions that like the gun, like the bullets they using the guns against him. Those hurt him, but won't like, but won't hurt like actual uh, people. Oh yeah, that's right. He he called them the anti me bullets, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, anti-me bullets. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it was enjoyable, even if it did kind of feel like that thing in a video game where they are, they suddenly think, oh, man, we got to have a big final climactic uh, thing. So uh, here's this new guy who just kind of shows up and hasn't really been foreshadowed that much. Um, yeah. Like, who's the big villain? I, I mean, the mm. next episode is called... Uh, final boss time. <laughs> and uh, one thing I do remember you really liked the episode is when they're uh, singing the happy birthday song to Koro Sensei and then the villain j- just shows up at the end and, you know, like just as it said, and many more. Yeah, that, that was priceless. I mean, <laughs> that was perfect. Like, I, I just love whenever <laughs> characters are being all sappy and then they end up getting mocked like that by the villains. That was perfect. Yeah, so pretty good. And we're heading down into the final stretch. So we'll see how the ending works out. Two episodes left, right? I think we have three. Three? Okay. Yes, we have three. Okay, so then we've got Loop on the Third Part 6, Episodes 4 and 5. So, Episode 4 is, uh, so you know those series, how you'll have those, uh, like, this for live action shows where they, like, basically have the whole episode set in basically almost entirely in one place to save money and they call it a bottle episode? Well, that's (laughs) apparently what this episode is, because... Uh, Lupin and Jigen, although it doesn't actually explicitly say it's them and they sound in their voices are different. So throughout a lot of it, I'm thinking, okay, so are these, am I supposed to think these are Lupin and Jigen or maybe are these just other guys and they're kind of tricking us into thinking it's them, but they basically uh, go to this, like uh, a restaurant and they, uh, sit there and there's a lot of talking, a lot of talking, <laughs> eventually some of, uh, the other guys who are coming to the restaurant because they're all there to try to get the to get some guy. I can't, I can't even remember why they were trying to kill him because this was two weeks ago and it was kind of given in like a big ec, uh, exposition at the end of the episode that I forgot. But they all end up in a big firefight with each other and ultimately in the um, in the end uh, they manage. Oh, yeah, because the waitress that was there was actually Fujiko in disguise. She manages to get the, um, uh, she manages to get the thing from him, some special <laughs> anthology, like, treasure thing, or, I don't know. Uh, then they get them, and they're like, uh, and they just, and, uh, Lupin and the gangs are like, we're gonna sell it or something to get money, and, uh, yeah, it was a very weird episode. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Um Yeah. Uh 
I I don't feel like we have some like real idea of what this season's going to be about. You know, like we had a pretty good idea in the last two Lupons that they showed. You know, it was mm-hmm. like okay, you know, we we had that whole fake wedding thing to start the one season, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, but this one, it's just kind of been just kind of like these experimental episodes where the show feels more like paranoia agent than it does like Lupin. Mm-hmm. So that's been my biggest problem with it. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you want to discuss the episodes one at a time or should I also, or do you want to discuss them together? Cause I didn't say anything about the second episode yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I... No, no, we can discuss them. I mean, they're, they're different enough, even if they're both experimental that, uh, discussing them separately is fine. Um, yeah. but yeah, the first episode, I don't really have that much to say about it other than, Hey, we saw Jigen's face. Yeah. Yeah. I, Unless that is someone who was pretending to be Jigen. You never know. <laughs> um, yeah, so we had that. Um, so then we have another experimental episode, sort of, in the next one, where which apparently is a two-parter. Uh, Lupin gets, finds himself in, like, uh, the 1930s in Japan, and he's some guy named Golden Mask who's being... Uh, chased by this uh, guy um, who looks like... Uh, well, basically, there's all these characters that look like the ma- characters from the series. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's... The whole thing is apparently just a big homage to these like famous detective stories in Japan um, about this one guy named... Uh, I can't remember what his name was. I even looked into... Um, it but uh yeah like some some guy who was kind of like a japanese sherlock holmes um guy and he's kind of the inspector person not not the zenigata different because there is a zenigata like guy but there's another one um here and uh yeah it was it was kind of confusing and i feel this is the sort of thing that would probably like you know you a japanese person would watch it and would get the reference like oh yeah it's cool and for me, it's I'm thinking, um, okay, I guess this is just one of those things where it's in the past and yet all, you know, I've seen it in some other shows where there's like a flashback to like the past and there's all these characters and they all look just like the main characters of the actual show. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen that done in a few shows and it's kind of like this one, except this one is all so apparently, you know, an homage reference to uh, this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know what to think about this episode, honestly. Like, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know what to say because this, this is like, I guess, an alternate universe with alternate characters, and it. Unless it is real, and I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's it's so confusing to me, and I, I guess maybe we'll get an explanation in the next episode. Okay. 
And it is okay. I I I checked it out. Um, Kogoro Akechi. It's was basically kind of like the the Japanese Sherlock Holmes. You know, like the the detective guy who's really great, and there's a bunch of stories written about him, and he's you know well known in popular culture. That that sort of thing is my understanding of him. And you know, there being adaptations like movies and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah. So that sort of thing. But yeah, it unfortunately is not something that works for me and feels also experimental. Mm-hmm. All right. So after this, we've got one piece, four episodes. Let me see if I can even remember all the stuff that happened in these. Although since it's um, one piece with padding, it's really more like two episodes. But <laughs> that <laughs> makes... <laughs> And they were pretty padded to the point where it really felt like one episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So let's go. So uh, glancing over these quick episode synopses, uh, basically Luffy manages to convince Jimbei that they should uh, go along to try to, you know, help. So they do. There's um, meanwhile, the other, like uh, Brooke is trying to, who, because he's he's discovered he can use his like he can separate his soul from his body and uh, stuff now and he's trying to get help so that they you know won't drown because they're still hanging in the cage while the water is rising. Um, they uh, then uh, here's a weird and then there's a part where yeah because they were gonna they were gonna go and try to stop Hordy Jones but then. Uh, it seems that Shira Hoshi got captured by the bad guys on the way there, and I am pretty sure that this one is at like she didn't act. It was actually part of their plan. She deliberately got herself captured because I can tell you, and here's why I know I'm almost sure that's the case because we didn't actually see any of that happen, and if it was legitimate. We would have seen it in the anime, because even if the manga skipped over it, there's no way the anime would pass up the opportunity to pad out the episode by showing it. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so we've gotten that, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's the, uh, those are the main things that happened in the episodes. Yeah, um, it felt... <laughs> Like one big episode, the last two weeks, mm-hmm. and and it, it was funny how you found that thing where now you know how many minutes and seconds into every episode that the actual story begins, mm-hmm. and uh, like that that one episode, it was like it was close to six minutes, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's pretty bad, and. Uh, they like I was okay with the whole thing, you know, Gold Roger, the King of the Pirates, that whole thing. I was okay with that, but then they added like two more of them every episode, and <laughs> it, it it just feels like every time we sit down to watch it, it's like, okay, when are we gonna get to? Uh, something new and it it usually takes you know five to six minutes for 
new information to be revealed. So uh, I I wish so bad they could just cut the uh, the you know the those things that are in every episode and combine them so at least we didn't have to sit through those every time you know yeah it's uh yeah i've seen a lot of people say they wish that for the one piece anime they do what they do with they did with dragon ball uh z kai where they just you know cut out the filler and then uh well most of the filler there there were a few there were a few bits that were there because uh like the plot the (laughs) The side plot about when Bulma and uh, Captain Ginyu got their mind switched, that was filler, but they had to keep it because it was, like, shots involving it were happening at the same time as actual things, so they couldn't completely get rid of that. But, yeah, do something like that for one piece. There is apparently this uh, group uh, that makes something called, uh, of fans, that makes something they call One Pace, where they basically <laughs> just edit, they take the anime and they edit out all the filler stuff to make the episodes, um, like, uh, so that the stuff actually, the pacing is better. Mm-hmm. How long are the episodes? I I think they're, I don't know exactly if, I haven't seen any of them, I've just heard oh. of it. But I, I've heard that, uh, I, but... I, I don't know if they, like, aim for... Because with Dragon Ball Z Kai, like, the episodes are still the same length. It's just by cutting out the padding, you put a bunch more stuff into each episode. So, you know, like, make two right. episodes becomes one or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, we've gotten um, that. The other thing I wanted to mention... Um, uh, what was it? Um, oh yeah, what you were, what you mentioned. I suppose I should explain of finding out how far into the episode the episode starts. If you, if anyone listening to this, if you go to like Crunchyroll or whatever, go to an episode and uh, just one of the later ones it has this, and look at the comments. And what, like the highest or second most highest rated comment will almost always be someone saying "start at" and then they just give you the time um, for when it is. <laughs> Um, but yeah, other than that, um, that's, uh, One Piece, it was, um, you know, the stuff happened, happens, happens, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Um, Oh yeah, there was also the stuff about the flashbacks we got, but what well, you know, I, I, I covered the important stuff. Right, right. So yes, so that was one piece. Um, we'll see if. Uh, well, I can't. I can't say. I think I expect the pacing to improve because um, it's just oh, one piece. Why can't you just go on break like other like series do? Like mm-hmm. you know, My Hero Academia or. I kind of feel like this watching one piece is telling me that, okay, if you have to have padding or filler, it's probably better to have the, the padding, um, to, to just have filler arcs and stuff 
and so yeah. like, the rest of it could be paced uh, fine. Because even if you have to watch all the filler stuff anyway, that's honestly you still usually better, I would say. Yeah. Sometimes the filler ends up better than the actual show, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll always look back with some fondness at the episode where Naruto's shadow clones go on strike and then try to kill him. <laughs> and then it's all a dream. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we've gotten that, and now... That's the Toonami stuff. I guess we can move on to the other shows. Right. So, we got Bo 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 episode 22. So, after so um after uh they're trying they have some initial stuff with and trying to answer some fan mail, uh Hitenko, uh the guy we saw at the end of the previous episode shows up. Uh we find out he's basically a mega fan of Don Patch. Uh then we some bad guys show up, including the person they I can't I don't know remember what his Japanese name was, but in English they call him Kitty Poo, and he's kind of a pair a cat parody of Frieza. And uh, then they're going to fight, but then Don Patch just beats him and all and his uh, minions all with one punch, and um, that's the end of that. So, um, yeah, I thought this one was kind of fun. Uh, the, the weird part where, um, where like the fan mail thing at the start was a little funny. I liked the, f I did find it amusing when they kind of set up all the stuff and then Don Pat just beats them all instantly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anything else? Yeah, I don't really have much to add. No. Hmm. Okay, yeah, not the, it's not the show that really gives the most discussion. Um, mm. It just, yeah, I thought it was funny. Okay, Spy Family, episode five. So they find out ultimately that Anya did not make it into the series. Um, I need to, the Academy, the Academy. Um, but she's like at the top of the waiting list and so she'll probably get in. So there's still kind of, so that there's still kind of cheerful about, um, that, uh, Frankie, that sort of a contact guy of Lloyd ends up coming over to their house, getting drunk and suggesting that they try, um, to, uh, to like reenact something from her spy wars cartoon at this castle so they end up going there Lloyd ends up having to get all of these other agents to help out with um, Ed <laughs> while none of them have any idea why they're doing any of this mm -hmm. uh, there's some weird there's some stuff where um, Lloyd is like supposed to be um, uh, playing the um, Bond man I think he was yeah that was it uh the, the character from Anya's cartoon and, you know, going through a bunch of like fake obstacle stuff to supposedly save her. And, uh, then they go through all that. And, uh, then at the end, the person find uh, like Lord supervisor discovers what the bill for the whole thing was. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, my, 
my uh, um, idea on this is that uh, kind of like assassination classroom, you have to throw away any um, idea of this being uh, making sense and you just have to enjoy it for what it is. So um, I, I thought it was really funny. Um, I just I just feel like they've uh, kind of made your into a third wheel. She's like she's not very important at all. She just is kind of there. And um, and I, I know from all the memes that Anya is very popular, but uh, it, it really feels like it's just Lloyd and Anya. And then your is just kind of like there you know so i i feel like there's a lot more with her character that could be done um but i thought this was a really funny episode and i i really enjoyed it mm -hmm. so in regards to those things the episode itself in terms of it not making sense well okay so even so i want in this manga, they expanded stuff. They, I guess you could say, exaggerated it compared to the manga. Because the manga had the same basic joke of it kind of being this ridiculously over-the-top thing um, where he had to, you know, get all the other agents to help out just to, like, do this little play thing with Anya. But the anime, like, went way farther with it. Like, the stuff where they're on, like, the sort of, um, the, the blimp things or whatever, doing the quiz, that wasn't... Uh, there, a bunch of the extra stuff um, Twilight did wasn't there. It was more basic, I guess. But mm -hmm. the, the basic joke was the same. And I'm kind of torn between the anime's version and the manga's because the anime's version, because it went so much farther with the joke, that was funnier. On the other hand, it made it even harder to like take it seriously. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know which way I work um, with that, but I guess I wanted to mention that. As for your, yeah, that is that is the thing about the series. Of the main three, she is definitely the least important. It is for the most part. It's kind of like it's kind of like the Anya and Lloyd show featuring Yor. Okay. Uh, there is some. There is some time she gets some focus. There's actually an arc mm -hmm. later on. I don't know if the anime will get to it. That focuses primarily on her. But mm -hmm. for the most point part, it is Lloyd and Anya that get the most focus, definitely. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just the fact that you can make more jokes with um with uh with on with Anya, who's you know just a kid who can read minds, or Lloyd, who's the uh who's the, like, spy. You can do more goofy stuff with that than someone who's just going and killing people. <laughs> okay. Then we have Kaguya-sama Love is War, episode 27. So, in this episode, uh, well, the first thing is that, um, not, uh, let's see, um, right, so, uh, Nagisa Kashiwagi, that like friend of Kaguya's who was going out with that guy after in that early episode, um, Shirogane suggested to him how to ask her out, and it actually worked. Right. So she thinks that she might he might be cheating on um her, and uh, but then it turns out oh it's just a big wacky misunderstanding. So we move on uh, with that. Um, there's some other stuff about this 
other character, Maki, who I think was introduced here. Maybe she appeared before. Um, I can't remember. And she was like, oh no, I actually was trying to make, to steal him from her, but it didn't work. And um, then lastly, we have uh, a weird sort of, um, let's see, the... The last one was when they played that uh, game with, like, you know, answering yes or no to the questions, and people didn't, and you don't know which, like, person gave which answers. You just know how many people did mm -hmm. that stuff. And, uh, yeah, that was the episode. Yeah, that last part was my favorite part, the 10 yen coin thing. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure how uh, worthless a 10 yen coin is, but... Uh, it's a dime. Is it okay? Uh, a yen, uh, a yen is worth uh, is basically worth one cent. So okay. that, that makes convert. Uh, it, it's it's slightly different, but it's close enough that yeah, you just you can just convert yens to cents, and then you know what the amount is. Okay. Well, Kagiya figured out that what the dates were on the coins and then that way she was able to calculate and figure out which one was Shirogane's answer but then he went and he had a different one in his pocket that he pulled out and <laughs> and used and um, and and you, you also had uh, Shika uh Friending everyone with the lie detector test. I I thought that was pretty funny because like they had to tell the truth. It was like, well, how do you know they're gonna tell the truth? It's like, and she pulls out all these like all these polygraphs, and uh, I'm I'm just disappointed we didn't get to see them use one of those. It, that that was definitely the best part of this episode. Like the first two segments. Didn't didn't interest me at all, but that that last one, I you know sometimes I like the game, sometimes I don't, but this time I really liked the game, and um, I thought they could have done a whole lot more with it too. That uh, that was my only disappointment. Yeah, it, that I also agree that was the best of them. Although I did still like the other ones. Um, but yeah, it was it was definitely kind of funny though to see um you know actually in the first one be the voice of reason. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um so yeah, it was fun. I it although I am left thinking, okay, I mean it's fun and it's funny, but we it is still just like like wacky stuff. We haven't had that much I mean, I guess the series has never been that much about focusing on much of a plot or anything, but it does just kind of feel like we've just kind of, even by that standard, it's kind of been just like, you know, uh, just having silly stuff happen rather than moving stuff forward. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I know what you mean by that. I, But I, I do feel like, this it did kind of move forward in in uh, some of those uh, segments. Yeah. And plus, I wanted to say that uh, I noticed that, like you said, Sirogane's uh, voice had changed, and now it sounds really obvious that it 
it was chains. So uh, it, it's like it sounds a lot different now. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't even think – I think it's fine. It's just – it is different is right, the thing. Right, right. It's not bad. Yeah, it, it's just – it's just this isn't the same voice. You know, you can obviously tell. Um, but but then again, I didn't – I wasn't able to tell before this. So uh, maybe it just uh, – I don't know. I was able to tell, though, this time. Yeah. Okay, so that was Kaguya-sama, episode uh, 27. Um, I guess we can go into our top three stuff then. Oh, man, it's been a while since we've done this. What, two weeks? Um, let's see. Well, my uh, top choice is, again, Spy Family. Second place will be Kaguya-sama, and third place will be Assassination Classroom. Hmm. It's a little trickier to remember for some of these, because uh, I, I, I had seen Kaguya and uh, Spy Family uh, before we found out we were going to have to um, delay it, and then I watched Bobo afterwards, so that's a little more fresh in my mind. Um, I think I would probably put them in... Hmm... I think I would put Kaguya-sama in first, then Assassination Classroom, and then slightly beating out Spy Family would be Bobobo for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, that's it for the, anim- for the stuff we watched. Um, so, I guess we can... Uh, there's some news. Apparently... Uh, well, I mean, I guess it was kind of tweeted in a somewhat cryptic manner, but, uh, so the guy, I, uh, Togashi, I can't remember his, um, full name, but the guy who did Hunter Hunter, well, he actually finally made a Twitter account, which is now up to, uh, like, a million followers in less than a week, and he gave a kind of, uh, some tweets that indicated that Hunter Hunter, the manga, will actually be returning soon for, um, well, it made it sound like he was saying it was coming. He was going to. It was coming back for four more chapters. Yeah, I heard about this too. Uh, very exciting news, and um, lots of people were uh, talking about it. Um, people who I didn't even knew, who uh, people I knew who did it, I didn't know that they liked Hunter Hunter, and. Um, uh, yeah, I, I heard something about four and six, but I don't know what those numbers meant. Someone said something about four chapters and then someone else said something about six chapters. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. I, I think if I remember correctly, cause the, what exactly what he said was kind of, um, vague. It was just, let me just text something here. I think, yeah, I saw a six and a four, and I think it was, I think the idea was that he needed to, if he had four more chapters, then another volume of the series would be published, because he had six before or something like that. I'm not exactly sure, 
But yeah, it looks like we're at least getting some more chapters, it seems. Um, which uh, I I don't really I have not been following this arc um still because I'm just thinking, look, the anime gave us a decent ending. I'll check this new arc out if it actually finishes. Yeah. Uh, because at the, right now, we're in an arc that's all about how they're going to be traveling to this big, like, uh, this thing called the Dark Continent. This giant, big continent that's super dangerous and no one's been able to make much headway on. And they're all going there on a big expedition. Well, I think we're like uh, something like 60 chapters in and we haven't made it to the continent yet. <laughs> so it's kind of like the Chimera Ant arc. <laughs> like that took it took forever just for them to get there and then once they got there then uh <laughs> oh there it just took way too many twists and turns uh yeah i remember how like that entire i've been thinking about lately about how that entire art came down to whether someone would say the name Komugi to Miriam and finally that one that one uh I forget what type of animal it was Welfin I think it was and he just like he just said the name and like just by saying the name it like automatically made it all his memories come back and uh yeah that that was kind of crazy um, I was thinking about that lately. Yeah, I I just think starting trying to start up this big arc about the Dark Continent, I, I think that was just a really bad idea because it was kind of obvious that he was having trouble keeping up with the series. And I was just, th I think, like, especially looking back, it would have made more sense to just have, like, a final arc that, like, just wrapped up the remaining stuff. Like, you know, like, the Phantom Troop and uh, stuff with Kilua and... Um, also, some stuff with Gyro. Remember that guy? The guy that they spent an episode going over the backstory um, of, and then and then he just kind of left the show um, <laughs> to do some stuff, and then some other characters went after him, and that was the last we heard. Uh. Um, so, yeah, there's some news there. Not directly anime news, but... Maybe one day, if it finishes, they'll get more for the anime, and then we could watch it, and then we can uh, enjoy the anime for, um, adaptation of the, some of those like f sort of infamous pages that are almost entirely text. <laughs> uh, we'll be really lucky if that happens. Yeah, it probably... Well, although I will say one thing, I was very wrong with, uh, I've often made uh, the prediction that uh, to expect the next book in the A Song of Ice and Fire series to come out before Hunter Hunter came back. Well, I get, if it comes back, then I guess I was wrong on that. That uh, Hunter mm -hmm. Hunter came back first. Not yet. <laughs> Just the hope that it might come back. <laughs> That's all we have. Yeah. Um... Anyway, so we've gotten that. Um, nothing else to uh, say about, I guess, immediate and uh, about um, things. Um, uh, a lot of 
a lot of people I noticed were were um, excited about the fact Crunchyroll licensed Chainsaw Man, the anime, because it means it won't be on Netflix. Okay. That's an anime coming later this year that's got that has a lot of hype behind it. So uh, yeah, well, um, maybe we'll watch it. Maybe we won't. So anything else? Uh no. That's about it. Okay, so we'll see you, uh, I guess that's it for now. We'll see you uh, next week then. Oh, um, although, actually, hang on, I wanted to me- um, mention, suggest something. Uh, maybe I actually could have done this after, but I wanted to check. Did you, since we kind of got behind um, uh, due to the week... Are did you uh, and since we've got Labor Day coming up, were you interested in? I guess we could put Boba Bo to the side for a week and watch two episodes of both Kagisam and Spy Family, so we're uh, we become more current with where they are. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll skip over Boba Bo and then we'll just watch. But it's, two- it's not Labor Day. It's Memorial Day. Memorial Day. I'm sorry. I always get them mixed up. Uh, and. I, if I stop to think about it, I can remember it because, uh, actually, I think you were the one who told me this. You remember it because May and Memorial start with an M. That's right. Uh, so, so yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll uh, catch up a bit on both of those series by watching um, uh, two episodes of those, and we'll also be back with the tsunami coverage. Okay. All right. See you next week. Bye, Nee.